0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.
1: Karl Dieter is with me in studio. The financial analyst, Dr. Rory Hearn, uh, assistant professor in social policy in Maynooth University, and the author of Gas. Both still with, or both with me rather um, to discuss and debate whether we should enshrine in the constitution a right to housing. Rory, why should there be a right to housing in the constitution?
2: Thanks, Kieran. Um, because. We are going through a housing crisis that has been going on for well over 20 years at this point. We see record levels of homelessness, particularly when you look at homeless children. We're seeing we're heading back to close to the highest point of number of children who are homeless, almost 4,000. Um, and at least half of those have been in emergency accommodation for over six months. You look at an entire generation locked out of a home, you know, renters unable to get secure tenure, um, and a right to housing, putting it in the Constitution, and it's very important how we do it and where we put it, but putting it in the Constitution within the, what we call the fundamental rights that are listed in the Constitution, which are what we call justiciable, um, which means they are legally binding, um, would place housing as a right alongside, for example, primary education, which is there. And it would essentially make government, policymakers, the state, have to look at how is housing policy actually delivering the right to housing? What does the right to housing mean? It means housing that is affordable, that is accessible to people, and that is securely in terms of tenure, which means people can't be evicted easily. And putting in the constitution, I think, is really fundamental because we're just floundering around at the moment uh, in terms of our housing policy, in terms of how we treat housing. It is predominantly treated as an investment asset. It is looked at and valued in terms of property values. We don't actually look at housing as for what it is, a home and a human right and a constitutional um, enshrining of that right would include a referendum within which we would have a national conversation about this. Is it what mm. we want? Do we want street housing in this way? But ultimately, it is about putting it in there so that governments have to actually deliver a right to housing for everybody and ensure that is in place.
1: Carl, why should we not put it in the Constitution?
0: So, Rory raises some points, uh, none of which I think actually truly relate to what we're hoping to achieve here which is to, to end not having enough housing there's four basic things that I would say two of them are constitutional two of them are, are things that we're already legally obliged to do so the two constitutional items are article 41 and it talks about the importance of the family and society uh, and it, that you have rights that are inviolable and superior to all positive law so calling for a right to housing makes it seem like we specifically don't offer any house, any, any right to protection or anything in the constitution it's just not true Article 41.2, the state therefore guarantees to protect the family in its constitution and authority as the necessary basis of social order. The implication is that people won't be left to starve. For instance, you have no constitutional right to food. Uh, It's important to realise not every right needs to be spelled out in the constitution or we'd have to have a library to hold the constitution. Then the things that aren't in the Constitution that are still legally binding to us. The UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights, Article 25, states that everyone has the right to a standard of living, adequate for health, well-being of them and their family, including food, clothing and housing. There's a specific mention of housing. And then you have the European Social Charter, to which Ireland has prescribed. And Part 31 is only six words long. Everyone has the right to housing. So as part of Europe, there's rules that we have to adhere to. And again, it doesn't have to be in the Constitution, The point that I'm trying to make here, okay, is that housing is a constitutional right. It's not going to it's not a real thing. It's not going to change anything. It's it's not going to shelter more people. It's it's I just described as being kind of an intellectual masturbation for activist academics and people who work in charities and NGOs or opposition politicians. It won't actually build anything. And in that instance, and on that basis, it's a fool idea. Uh, Rory, would a constitutional right to housing lay a single
2: brick? Well, I think Carl is factually, not I think, Carl is factually wrong there on a number of uh, points. Firstly, the UN Charter, which sets out a right to housing, which Ireland has signed up to, is not legally binding. You can't, no one can go to a court and enforce that right. And the courts have said there's actually no enforceable right to housing in Irish law as currently stands. So he's factually wrong on that. I, I was talking and in about in terms the of his comments right. about... No, no, no. In terms of... No, but that, that's what exists. That is the legal situation currently. There is no right to housing in Irish law as currently stands. And we can look at the evidence and he can be glib about it and say, well, it will make no difference. The When we look at... As I said earlier, in terms of generations stuck at home who aren't included in housing policy anywhere, hundreds of thousands of young adults and increasingly middle-aged adults, you look at the number of children who are homeless currently, we don't have any protection for these people. There's no real policy drive to have their um, housing needs met. And housing isn't (coughs) just one of Many, many things, as Carol refers to that might need to be included in the Constitution, housing is one of the most basic fundamental needs without which people can't live a life with dignity so we're not Rory, about Rory, things like your right to privacy. privacy privacy is not, about, not mentioned in the
0: Constitution, and that is a very very important right that I think all of us Would absolutely expect and respect, but 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 But, since the nineteen seventies, the right to privacy—that's the right to house.
1: Just um, I—I'll jump in here for a moment. The, The right to privacy, though. Was was it the McGee McGee case was initially recognised the right to housing uh, in the Irish Supreme Court in nineteen seventy nine or anyway there thereabouts um, and it's one of the unenumerated rights so in other words it's not written in the Constitution Carl but the courts have acknowledged that it it does exist. I think we, Rory's we, point is the courts have acknowledged there is no similar right to housing. It's important
0: to understand whatever what the courts say our accounts say that we spend billions every year and if we already had this in the Constitution. Does anybody here, anyone with a lick of sense, really believe we wouldn't be in the middle of a housing crisis? I mean, if yes, we'd done this twenty years ago, because oh, we Rory, have come seen on, it and
2: viewed Rory. it as. If you look, go back to the Celtic Tiger, go, look at the way we look at housing now. The majority uh, sort of thinking amongst economists, amongst policymakers, amongst um, those in terms of the banks, we look at investment funds. They view housing, the, the housing system, the market as just property. That's just not true, they Rory. Don't view Rory, as, Rory, it, 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 we have, have, let, let Rory look make his point and the then you can jump back in. You look at the outcome of this. We haven't understood that our housing system, our housing market, needs to be focused on what is delivering homes for people. And Kieran asked, would this lay another brick? I believe, or would this lead to an extra brick been laid? It leads to extra housing being built. I believe it would. That's speculative. Because it would require the government to actually say, for example, those children, those three, uh, almost 4,000 children um, who are in homeless emergency accommodation... If you had a right to housing in the Constitution, very clearly their right to housing would be breached. Someone could, or they could, go to a court and say, our housing right has been breached. And the, gov- the courts would look at it and ask the government to go in and say, how are you meeting their right to housing? And the okay. government would turn around and say, okay. An account, we're actually not, and they would have to intervene more. All right, so, okay, what about, go on. What about, go on. A cons-
0: what about a constitutional right to the efficient use of public housing? Okay, so we have about 150,000 public homes. They're owned by the state, so they're owned by everybody. And we rent them out to individuals uh, and families, etc. But we actually have thousands, tens of thousands of examples where you've got a three-bed home occupied by one person. We've got hundreds of examples of four-bed homes occupied by one person. We could actually, if Rory truly cares about the children that he keeps mentioning as a way to ensure that any argument against what he says comes across as being, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge, will you support... Ending homelessness almost instantly if we allocate the state-owned homes efficiently. There are hundreds of families as well, four to six people stuck in a one bed. And we can't even have a conversation around getting those people to swap. But you would never let a person occupy six beds in a a hospital if we were in a medical crisis. You would never say to someone that because you took the train for all these years, suddenly you've got a right to only have 10 people on on a carriage. So we actually have the raw materials to fix homelessness tomorrow, but we won't get around to the tricky conversation of why we allow chronic underpopulation of large, perfectly suitable family homes by one person while keeping families, sometimes up to eight people in a one-bed apartment. Maybe a constitutional right to housing would solve that.
1: Maybe that... uh, uh, No one who wants this wants that. The Supreme Court would enforce uh, um, uh, more efficient use
2: of housing. Let Rory answer.
0: Rory, would you agree to that being part of it?
2: Absolutely. The use of our existing stock of housing has to be looked at. So you'd, you'd accept on that? On the one, no, 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 hang on. One hand, well, the way I would start at this, and if you look at what the right to housing is, it's a right to a home, to your home. So if you're in your home, be that local authority home, be that owner occupied, mm. or be that rental, this would strengthen your right to your home. But of course, then you have to look at the right to housing of those who are homeless. And so in that case, if you have someone in their home, in local authority housing, you would have to balance up their right to other people who need a home. And actually, the quicker way to deliver and get people out of homelessness is to use vacant local authority housing stock because local authorities aren't number one they don't have a constitutional obligation to fulfil the right to housing so there is major issues with lack of resourcing within our local authorities who've been completely undermined and okay. so they haven't been able but to But you, you, you wouldn't have a problem
1: if the Supreme Court interpreted this in such a way a right to housing in such a way that they asked Mary in the five bed house to swap uh, to, to swap house keys with the Hearns down the road who have six people in a two bed
2: house well that is you, I could not foresee a situation where that would happen. But the, that's they, how we solve because, it tomorrow. Because Mary's no no because Mary's home is her home. So she is not going to be put out of her home. Using a right to housing that is just not going to be possible. So exactly. So this is this is the nub of it. No, no, hang on a minute. Oh, Rory, you've, you've made loads of points. Can it I? Can I can Well, let me go ahead. No, Rory. In fairness, you, you, Rory, you are taken up the majority of the talking no, time. You said, "No, loads. no,
1: no." Hold on, hold on. I'm. I give out to me if that's the problem, <laughs> Carl, Not Rory. I'm the one chairing the discussion. Um Listen, um if it's your contention that this would have no impact, what's the problem in putting it in the constitution?
0: Because what we're doing is we're diverting energies towards something that isn't the fix while we go back home and then feel good about ourselves and rather than getting into the nub of it for instance why don't we have a constitutional right to build a house you have a constitutional right to build in germany and because of that they actually have far less housing compression than we do we we we, the, the rights you have over here is to prevent housing and I, I think Rory probably knows a little bit about that. He was very much against developments of up to 1,600 homes in Dublin City Centre. Well, I have to go to Rory on that. And now, that is but... fine, and, that is, and he'll yeah. qualify because he knows it's true. It's Irish Times 2021, I'll, I'll pull up the article. Uh, you know, this is the kind of things where we need to focus our efforts, is to actually allow the capacity to build homes. But instead, we're telling people, oh, if you have a site, you can't build a home there. If you, uh, you know want to build more than 100 homes, whole brand new groups of activists jump up and they're effectively environmental ambulance chasers who will, will make a whole industry out of housing prevention. They're the things we need to look at. And if you put it in the Constitution, that doesn't solve those problems. It's just a way of backslapping ourselves with a self-congratulatory effort that doesn't make a difference.
1: All right, well, we are tight in time, but Rory, you deserve to respond to that.
2: Firstly, in terms of the objections, I did object to an investor-fund-led development of build-to-rent apartments in Dublin, which I believed would not address the housing crisis because of the cost of those units and in terms of the sustainable community development. And in terms of this, I believe that a right to housing, putting it in the Constitution, having the referendum, would at least, first of all, give the public the opportunity to decide how they felt on it. But in particular, if it was put in place, it would drive, and Carla's Completely wrong because he doesn't actually believe in the human right to housing. He believes in the market, the private divest- investors, private developers. But what we need is to make housing a human right so the state is forced and obliged to ensure we have okay. affordable, secure okay. housing in this country.
1: <laughs> Rory Hearn, Carl Dieter, listen, thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.